When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. So happy to have you back. And today we are going to be focusing on what stops your creative flow. So do you ever get on a roll with your creativity and you're in that really good groove? And maybe you get a creative block or Then you start finding yourself staring off into space or a blank wall or a piece of paper, feeling completely paralyzed by your own inability to create. Why does that happen? And it is especially frustrating when it is more than just a passion project, like this is not just a hobby, but this is actually a part of your creative career. Or maybe this is what you need in order to generate more income, or it's something that holds a bit of weight to it. There are several reasons for this creative block. And so we're going to cover these so that we can really grasp and understand why this creative block may be happening to us and some ways in which we can unblock this creative flow. So the number one reason is fear Fear manifests its way in several forms, such as hesitation, stress, pressure, avoidance, and doubt. And sometimes that fear can be so unconscious that we don't even realize it is hindering our creativity. But the truth is that all of your feelings and emotions connect and intertwine. So this fear that can be within you is a creative killer. We tense up. We emit harmful chemicals and toxins in our bodies that affect our moods and place a block on our creativity. If the fear you're experiencing is related to your creative project, like maybe you think you're not good enough or you don't know how it's going to work out or you don't have X, Y, and Z, this fear can make you even more blocked up and even stop creative flow altogether. So take some time to really address the fears so that you can work to overcome them. So just write down some feelings that's coming up, what's really going on. Sometimes we're even afraid to just address it because we don't even want to admit some fears to ourselves, right? Like we hear it or we read it and we're like, why do I think that? That doesn't make me feel good to think that, you know, maybe I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or whatever the case may be. But it's going to help you because once you bring that up as a reflection to see where is this pesky fear hiding that's blocking my creativity, we can handle it. We can take it head on. We can deal with it. We can address the issue so that we can move forward. Number two is imbalanced energy. So we could be overusing our creative energy on several ideas or projects and it can create burnout of creative energy, or we could be overworking ourselves somehow, or just expending our energy faster than necessary. So it's really important to let your creative energy recharge and take breaks to not work yourself too hard. 
Sometimes we want to keep pushing and going, but you may find that that can create low quality creativity that is inauthentic in nature. Number three is comparison. While it's great to get inspired by other creatives, we can fall into the trap of comparison very easily. A little creative competition is great for pushing you out of your comfort zone, but if you find yourself focused more on comparing whose work looks better, you can stop your creative flow and limit yourself on how far you go because you may tend to imitate or stay close to the creative output of your competition and lose the feeling of creative flow. Your creative energy is unique to you, so there's no need to compare. You know what I mean? Like it's a reflection of your life. It's an expression of who you are with, within you. So if you're trying to compare that energy to someone else, I mean, you're just not going to get very far. That could be their maximum potential. And you may have way more potential going on. And if you focus on who's better, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, I think she's going to do better than me. You had to miss the whole point of being creative. Creative energy is really just to allow for you to express yourself and to expand yourself. Expand yourself in multiple ways by implementing your energy into several physical forms or visual forms or audio forms. It's really dependent upon your channel of expression for creativity. But to compare those energies with someone else is just an illusion. So you don't want to fall into that trap because the reason why you're utilizing your creative energy is for you specifically. So you want to keep yourself in mind when focusing on your own natural creative energy, your creative forces. Number four is laziness. So it's important to get proper rest and take breaks when necessary, but you have to stay in the flow or else you can completely lose momentum. And that is much harder to restart than to just keep going. So this is often tied to some source of fear when we completely stop or we have lack of motivation or hesitating to do a project, but we have to be disciplined and consistent with our creative endeavors if we want to actually finish them. So if you want to get something done, if you want to get a project done, you're going to have to be consistent. If you fall short of that, if you just decide to not continue, you decide to be lazy, just know that momentum is going to completely drop and it's even harder to just really, really get started. And this happens to me quite frequently. So like with, and when it comes to podcasting, I find that I can be more consistent because I started doing it so much that now I feel accountable for continuing with it. Even if I don't necessarily feel like doing it, there's just so much more accountability for me to continue. So it would have to be a very conscious effort to completely quit as opposed to starting a brand new project that I haven't really built a lot of myself into it is a little easier to quit if I don't stay consistent with it. Number five reason for blocking your creative flow is poor health. So you could be the most creative person in the world, but you just aren't going to create very well if you feel awful. If you don't eat a balanced diet to feed your brain and your gut, if you're not active and getting exercise, and if you have terrible sleep habits, you're not going to really be able to feel enough energy, good energy to be creative. 
So take the best care of your health and keep your energy levels high and ready to go. That energy is needed more than anything to be creative. It requires a lot of mental thought. It requires just that energy alone to fuel your creativity. So if you're in poor health, your energy is being used elsewhere. It's being used to try to keep things going and to try to keep your body functioning well. It does not have enough energy for creative projects. Number six is expectation. So expectations create limits and limits are stops to our creative energy. As we know, creativity is infinite and it has the power to go on forever. So when we add an expectation, we can get easily frustrated if we are creating something that doesn't meet that exact expectation that we set for it. There have been thousands of creative mistakes that have served other purposes that weren't intended. But imagine if all those ideas were just thrown away just because they did not meet that expectation. So if you have an idea that didn't turn out exactly how you wanted it to, see how it might be useful elsewhere. Still use it. Don't toss it aside. Still keep it. And then start fresh. Start a new project with new ideas and new energy that might turn out how you wanted it to or to continue to create and evolve. The key is to set parameters and guidelines instead of expectations around your creativity. So when you set those light guidelines, such as maybe it needs to meet this particular function, or I only want to utilize these colors, or just setting those parameters forces you to think more within those guidelines, as opposed to just saying, this is exactly how it has to be, or it's not worthy of being created. That's totally different than saying, okay, these are a few guidelines of what I'm trying to create. These are some of the problems in which I need to create solutions for. And there's a thousand ways of getting there. Play in that arena versus it must look exactly like A, B, and C, or I don't want it. Number seven is lack of creative practice. So creativity is like a muscle. And to strengthen it, you have to exercise it more often. So practice making or creating literally anything. Do a challenge where you just create random things for yourself. It doesn't have to be seen by anyone else. Just practice using your mind to think, doodle, create abstract things, writing, painting, dancing, singing, whatever. The fascinating thing is that we forget that we have seen, heard, and experienced so many things the older we get that get locked into our subconscious mind that can provide us with so much material to build on. Have fun and challenge your creativity. Learn new creative skills. This builds more neural pathways in your brain that can be applied to other creative skills that we may not always be aware of. Number eight is feeling overwhelmed. When you feel overwhelmed, it is very easy to shut down your creativity. When you feel like there's just too much going on, you're feeling overstimulated, too much of your energy is going outward. You're spending energy on things that don't matter. You are stressing yourself out with 
things that may or may not be impacting your life. If you're constantly engaging in conversations that are very draining in nature, maybe they're very negative, or maybe you're constantly watching negative things on television, or maybe you just made this project, but you're looking at the bigness of the project and, oh my gosh, I've got to create X, Y, and Z and A, B, C, D, F, G, what? I have so many things I have to create. You're going to shut yourself down. So you want to break those big projects that we're facing into as small of a project as possible. Not necessarily shrinking the project, but breaking it down so that it feels more manageable, right? So if you set yourself out to paint this 16 foot wall, if you keep saying, I got to paint this 16 foot wall, how am I going to do that? We don't need to focus on that. Let's focus on how can we paint one foot? of the 16 foot wall. If that's too big, okay, can I paint six inches? Can I paint three inches? Break it down to as small as you can possibly handle and continue to build on top of that over time and then it will fill itself out. If I were to go into podcasting saying, I have to create 300 episodes in a year, I've got to uh, have at least 30 guest speakers. I've got to talk about this topic and this topic and this topic. Each topic has to equate to X amount of time. I've got to record for at least 20 minutes per episode. I've got to do X, Y, and Z. I've got to curate podcast previews to put on my Instagram. I've got to create an Instagram for... If I was focused in that direction, I would never have created a podcast. Never. I promise this podcast would not exist. But I went into it just wanting to try something new. And I started to build momentum over time. And each time I did something, I started thinking of other ideas that can go along with it and smaller projects. And everything wasn't perfect right away. I created something and then I started thinking, okay, I created it. It's out there. I created, you know, this cover art or whatever. And over time, I started looking at results and I said, hmm, how can I improve this? How can I make it better? And I started to think of other ways and expanding my creativity in smaller doses, but making a bigger impact. And over time, it has now built itself up to be what it is. And I don't go in with expectation. I don't go in with thinking and that overwhelming concept because I won't do it. I have to think in a way of which I know I can manage it because at that point I feel more comfortable. I feel more secure. And that is what has allowed for me to create it. So while it's safe and it's good to create an idea, we don't want to get too caught up into the fine details of the project prior to really getting into it and getting started. Let's just focus on a goal, one thing, just an idea. Let's play with it. Let's let it flow. Let's see where it's going to take us. Let's have fun with it. As opposed to saying, it has to look like this and it's got to do this. And I saw that so-and-so was successful because they did it like that. So that's what I've got to do. And immediately, just even being in that energy, I don't even want to continue. I don't even want to keep creating. Because now, whenever you add that pressure onto your creativity, you shut it down. 
Creative energy has to have a flow. It has to be free. It's got to just do its own thing. We sometimes confuse creativity with productivity, and productivity is different. Productivity can have pressure. Productivity can have some requirements, some rules, some regulations behind it, because we're trying to achieve something specific in that goal, and it's not requiring a lot of creative energy to be able to meet that goal. It's just doing something. But when it comes to really engaging and and activating that creative flow, that creative energy, you need as little amount of pressure as possible so that you can begin to expand and grow and just see where it goes. See how it flows. And you will be able to create much, much faster in a bigger way over time than trying to set so many rules ahead of time. So these are some ways in which we block ourselves with our creative flow. This is some reasons why we can get that creative block, maybe just doing too much. We may need to take a break. We may need to have some fun, right? You need to have fun. That's another thing. Have some fun. Get out, meet people, laugh, watch a funny movie, listen to something that's funny. Activate that inner child. Activate that just fun, free feeling. And I promise you that's going to return your creative energy much faster. So take a break, get outdoors, walk around, get some exercise, focus on what feels good in that moment to activate that creative flow. Eat some good food and get back to it. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful for you for unblocking your creative blockages, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. This is Heart Blend Podcast.